When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Bienvenidos, mi gente. Gloria Estefan here. You are listening to Red Table Talk, the Estefan's podcast. All your favorite episodes from our Facebook Watch show in audio. Molested by a priest. This was when you didn't hear about sexual abuse in the church. You no, did, nobody talked about it. Bachelorette Claire Crawley speaks for the very first time. It was You'd be, be quiet. quiet. Yep. The family doesn't need this kind of upheaval. Exactly. A cover-up by the Catholic Church. These predators bank on us being silent. A life haunted. I had relationship after relationship with men who didn't value me. Mm. How she finally found love. The moment I met him, I was like... I felt instantly connected with him. And the power of her voice. I finally was just like, no more. Plus, a red table reveal. You've waited for this moment a long time. I have. All right, Flakush. Okay. Three, two, two one. one. Go. <laughs> All right. All right, girls, today is a kind of tough subject. I thought it was an important one. Heartbreaking. 93% of abused children know and trust their abusers. And I know this because I was one of them. Hi, dear. You've waited for this moment a long time. I have. 
I was nine years old when this happened, and it was someone that my mother trusted. He was family, but not close family. He was in a position of power because my mother had put me in his music school, and he immediately started telling her how talented I was and how I needed special attention. And she felt lucky that he was focusing this kind of attention on me. Was there one particular moment? Like, ooh, I don't like this energy. He put it in a way of, oh, you're so good at this and let me teach you and whatever. And then it starts little by little and then it goes fast. I knew that this was a very dangerous situation. And when I revolted and I told him, this cannot happen, you cannot do this. He goes, your father's in Vietnam, your mother's alone, and I will kill her if you tell her. And I knew it was crazy because at no point did I ever think that it was because of me that this was happening. I knew the man was insane, and that's why I thought he might actually hurt my mother. I tried every which way to get out of going to that school. I invented that I was sick. I invented that... And Abuela didn't have any inkling something was going on? No, Mama, because first of all, that was not talked about at all in her lifetime. And then my dad was in Vietnam. I remember sending him tapes saying, Dad, you know, I really don't, you know, I, I'd rather sing songs and I don't want to do classical music. Yo estoy dando la clase de guitarra. Me gustan, pero están un poco duros los estudios. Mami me dijo que el dueño de la academia, donde tú estás dando las clases de guitarra, está muy orgulloso de ti. A mí me gustan las notas, pero es un poco aburrido estudiar las notas. Y más me dice que dijo él que eres una artista de nacimiento. You know, he says, it's a shame to waste that talent. And then a circle of hair fell out from my head. From stress. From anxiety. And finally, one morning at three in the morning, I just ran to my mother's room because I couldn't take it anymore. And I told her about it. And then the police came and she said, this is what's happening. And they told my mother not to press charges because they said that I was going to go through worse trauma having to get on a stand and testify. And that's the one thing that I feel bad about, knowing that there must have been other victims. But even later on, this uh, predator, who was a respected member of the community, had the... Okay to when we had a, our first big hit with Conga, wrote a letter to the paper criticizing my music. At that moment, I was so angry that I was about to like blow the lid off of everything. And then I thought, my whole success is going to turn into him and his taking your power. You ignore it. Exactly. I go, you have you to ignore what? that. How do you ignore that? Well, you have to, Mama. It's that manipulation and control. Yeah. But that's what they do. They take your power. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. 
a lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Millions of you watched Claire Crawley's dramatic journey as the first Latina bachelorette. What you didn't know is that for decades, Claire has been privately dealing with a childhood trauma that continues to affect her today. Claire, welcome. Thank you for having me here. Claire, welcome. Recently, you shared a very brave thing, an Instagram post about being the child of sexual abuse. Yeah. I know how it was for me trying to decide to even do this show today. I didn't tell any of the producers. I didn't you didn't? No, no, she I did didn't. not. I was back there and listening to what you said, and I didn't know that. I, no one knows that except my family. I wanted to deal with this subject matter because it is so important to try to prevent. Yeah. I also did not want to sit here quietly while you share and are brave. So the day that you were going to put that on your Instagram, on your social media... How was that thought process for you? Was there something that said, this is it, this is the moment, and I have to do it? I'll tell you, I was scared to death I'm sure. to post about it, to talk about it. I knew with sharing my journey with getting my breast implants out, it was going to open up a can of worms. And I remember sitting on the bed and telling my fiancé, Dale, I want to share this. I'm ready to share this, but I'm scared. And he told me, that's even the more reason for you to share it. And he said, to make your mess your message. Robin Roberts quote. Oh, oh wow. I love that. And yes. my post says, self-love is the act of giving a voice to your truth. So here is mine. As a child of sexual abuse, my young adult years were spent in unhealthy relationships, feeling unworthy of the good ones. It was a vicious cycle because the more I chose the wrong men who treated me poorly, the more I believed I wasn't good enough. 
Enter the breast implants. I've learned the toxicity that these implants can cause, so I'm stepping away from something that no longer serves me. We're taking it back to Claire 1.0, who is lovable and worthy just the way she is. Wow. I was writing that post, and I walked myself through the steps of where did it start? And it really took it back to my childhood of feeling shame. I know you haven't spoken about a lot of the details. Mm -hmm. I don't want to push you on anything. I just want to know what you would like to share, because I know it was someone that was very trusted, mm -hmm. which happens a lot. How old were you when this happened? I believe I was right around five or six years old. I was in first grade. And one of the biggest things in going to school for me was that I was just painfully shy. I wouldn't speak up. I would never raise my hand to the point where if I had to use the bathroom, I would pee my pants yeah. instead of ask to go wow. to the restroom. You know, I grew up going to a Catholic school mm -hmm. when I was a victim of a predator. It was a priest. Yes. My parents looked at Catholic priests as they held him on a pedestal. Of course. Because your mother is Mexican. Correct, correct. Yeah. It is yeah. very deep in our religion. Catholic religion, in the Mexican yes. culture. Yeah. How could you not trust a priest? How could supposed you not trust to be supposed the, to be, you yes. know, supposed purest, to. most trustworthy. Yeah, and the Catholic school treated him as a counselor. My parents did the best they could and reached out for the resources they could at the time and sent me to this priest. And I don't think there was any counseling that was done. Right. It was a one-on-one -on -one time to be a predator. Uh -huh. Did he threaten you? I don't Do remember, remember a threat. I remember quickly learning to love school and quickly shaping up and raising my hand and speaking right. up for myself because I knew enough to know that I didn't want to sit alone in a confessional room with him exactly. anymore. And I never told my family. I never told my parents because this was somebody you respected. They can do no wrong. This was when you didn't hear about sexual abuse in the church. You no, did, nobody talked about it. So I never talked about it for years and years and years. And I think I was in fourth grade when I randomly just shared it with one of my sisters. And I don't even remember what was said, but right then she went to my mom and dad. This used to be a taboo, at least for Latinos. And you know that for your mom, this must have been crazy. How was it? Because they also don't know how to deal. When my family found out, it was... Like, what do we do? Yeah, it was panic. And it was flipping my, my mom's world upside down. I'm sure. And how she treated me growing up was a lot different. My siblings and my sisters noticed that she did treat me differently. Maybe intentional, unintentional, I don't know. In what right. way? There was just always something in between our relationship. Mm. She was a good mother to me, but there was always just something in between. It was only a couple years ago, I finally sat down and asked her, why was it so challenging? Why did we have such a rift? And I don't know why I asked her this, but I just remember looking at her and saying, who hurt you? Mm. And she told me. Ah, uh, oh. she had been abused. And she had never shared that. And I didn't ask the details, but she just started crying and apologizing and no. said I didn't know how to handle it. And I think how she handled me was a reflection of how she was taught mentally of to course. handle it. Of course. It was be, be quiet. quiet. Yep. The family doesn't need this kind of upheaval. Exactly. Your parents sued the church. Yes. Get a girl. What happened when they sued? The church essentially said, 
we will do whatever it takes to keep this to not go to court. Mm -hmm. We will move him out of the church. But when the church said that they had moved him out of the church, they had moved him to one church over. Another parish. <laughs> Another parish. Which is notoriously what was For going fresh on. group of children and to abuse. Priests. Mm -hmm. And he did it to more children. And the church allowed him, knowing that he was a predator, to perpetuate what he was doing. Wow. When my mother shared with the family what had happened with me and this guy, even though we didn't take him to court, one of my older aunts, that had happened, same guy, in Cuba so when she was a child. And she had never shared yeah. until the moment where my mother told her. These predators bank on us being silent. Mm -hmm. Exactly. These predators bank on us not saying anything and not opening our mouth. Absolutely. And that gives them that power. Yes. And that's why after 39 years, instead of letting it affect me negatively, I thought, how do I take the power back? Because for so long, the weight that I was carrying was shame, embarrassment, feeling not worthy of the church standing up for me. Right. And now I thought, you know what? This is not my burden to carry anymore. What I'm going to carry is being a survivor, being proud that this is not mine to hold on to. Exactly. And to, it wasn't your, it didn't no, have anything to do with you. Nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. problem had nothing to do with you. And today, how is your relationship with your mom? Has it changed a little? It's changed because she has dementia and Alzheimer's now. So she needs you now very much. Yeah. And for some reason, it has been extremely healing for me. With her Alzheimer's and dementia, mm. it's, it's almost reverted her to a child. And it's allowed me to step up and be the mother to her that she never really was able to be towards me yes. and love her unconditionally and be there for her as much as I can. And while doing that, I just did not want to perpetuate anger or exactly. bitterness or yeah. that wall between us. You're closing that cycle. I wanted to heal that. I'm sure it's affected your relationships. Yes. With men and with women, I imagine. It still affects my relationships. I had relationship after relationship after relationship that I chose with men who didn't value me mm. because I never felt good enough. And for so long, I hated the word victim. Right. No, and I, I don't like that word either. Yeah. I don't feel like I am one. I never felt like it. I didn't want to share it with anybody what I went through. I withheld it from relationships, even from friends, because I didn't want to be looked at as the victim of, or she's doing this because of that, or she's acting yeah. this way because of that. Exactly. But it was only till I shifted my mindset of like, I'm not a victim, but I'm a survivor. Mm. And to important. see that you can have success and move on and have relationships. Did you expect that you were going to find true love when you did the show? I went in having true love for myself. Exactly. Loving myself wholly. And not only walked away with my self-love, but I walked away with a man that loves me just as deeply. Exactly. And how soon after? We got engaged after 12 days. Oh, <laughs> oh 12 days. But what, that's like lesbian timeline. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, 12 days. I've had people ask me a bunch of times because the show. When you know, you know. Yes. I tell everybody if I would have waited and seen it through to the very end, it still would have been him. Dale is here with us now. Welcome, Dale. <laughs> Welcome, Thank Dale. you for having me. To the Thank red you. table. Welcome. I know that you've been a big supporter of Claire's through this entire 
situation. What were the first feelings that you got when she shared her story with you? It must have been tough for her to do. You know, even when this first came up, I think the biggest thing is just having a level of understanding. Exactly. And it's so important to feel comfortable that you can really open up and share your story, your family Absolutely. story, everything that brought you to this point. So it's been a real level of growth for me as a man. And she's really brought this out of me that I don't need to fix every problem. I grew up in a household where my dad was in and out of the picture early on. I have four sisters that as a young boy and the man of the house, I was always hoping to protect. But this isn't like when I was growing up. Sometimes you just have to be there and be strong and be right beside. Yeah. A lot of survivors of abuse experience real difficulty with intimacy. Yep. Because mm -hmm. to me, the number one thing of intimacy is trust. Yeah. Did you have to foster this intimacy and trust? Or did you, was it a naturally occurring thing with the two of you? I think it was a naturally occurring thing with the two of us. I felt instantly safe with him. I felt instantly connected with him. And healing from childhood abuse, sexual abuse, it's not linear. Right. It goes up and down and it affects different parts of your lives. And so it affects not only our intimate relationship, but when we get in disagreements, I notice myself raising my voice a lot. And he's asked me before, like, why do you yell sometimes? And I tell him I was silenced as a child for so long. I feel like I need to be heard now. I feel like I want to be heard now. And I feel like when I'm not being heard, I will oh, raise my voice. Right. You will hear me. <laughs> and I will you're make not sure. even Cuban. Yeah, I will make I sure you do that me. normally. <laughs> How have you been able to help her through this trauma? Like, are there specific things? Is it just being there for her? Do you talk about it a lot or is it really not necessary at this point? I think more than anything, I've always wanted her to feel safe and secure and protected. And we've talked about this a lot. I never wanted her to feel pressured. I never ever want her to feel as if I'm too aggressive or anything of that nature. I always would tell him, I'm like, no. It's different when it's coming from exactly. somebody you love different. and trust. It is a lot different. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because you know when somebody has good intentions with you. Safe space, safe relationship. So like you both mentioned, which I think is beautiful and super important, the deeper that you go, the more that you share. It's difficult. It's a bumpier ride. Yeah. But then it outstretches the potential for closeness, for the most amazing kind of connection that's not possible without Yeah. Going oh, through that other exactly. stuff. So. I've always said I wanted a man like my father, who was very strong, but very compassionate and had that tenderness. And it's always been a really hard thing to find because it's almost like polar opposites. Exactly. Dale, thank you for coming to the table and sharing. Thank you so much. Thank you thank so you. much, Dale. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations, como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, 
the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. So now joining us at the table is Dr. Vanessa Ramirez, who specializes in childhood sexual abuse and trauma. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Ramirez. Thanks for having me. And also, Desiree Garcia joins us now from Utah. Welcome, ladies. At eight years old, Desiree was molested by her stepfather. Can you tell us a bit about it? So the abuse started when I was eight. From what I can remember, that's the first memory I have. Um, And then it turned to full um, daily, almost rape every time um, until I was 15 years old. Was there a situation that it was difficult for you to tell your mother what was happening? You know, he would tell me he would bury my brothers alive. He told me he would kill my mom and dad. And, and I believed he would kill either them or me if I told anyone. Of course so I, I didn't. I was terrified of him. He was a big guy. He broke my ribs because he hit me so hard. I would pass out and come back and he'd be finished. I just had to survive. And what finally spurred you to speak? I just remember literally being awake in the middle of the night and just praying and just saying, I can't live this way anymore. And he had tried coming into my room that night and picking the lock. I just laid there until the sun came up and I ran to school as fast as I could. And I went and told the teacher who reported it to the school counselor and the school counselor told her I was lying and I was a drama queen and that I was attention seeking and to not believe me. Um, Luckily, my teacher defended me and said, that's not our job to investigate that. And the detective came and first thing she said is, you know, your counselor doesn't think this is true. I need you to tell me right now if this is true or not, because this is a big, big accusation. And I just broke down crying and I said, I promise this has happened. This has happened since as long as I can remember. And if you don't save me today, he's going to kill me and my family. And I remember she grabbed my hand and just started crying herself and said, I promise you'll, you won't go back home to him. She was your ally. You know, it's so difficult for a child to come up with this kind of story. It is That is a hard thing to do. Doctor, could you speak to this? When you disclose, how people react to that disclosure 
is so important because yeah. kids internalize things a lot. So they blame themselves. Or what are other people going to think about me? Are they going to believe me? Because it's somebody in power, like a priest, for example. Because oftentimes people wonder, why don't kids tell right away? Desiree, do you think you would have told if someone had asked you? I don't know if I would have come out and blatantly told, but the teacher I actually reported it to saying that she knew, she knew something was going on the whole time. Nobody wanted to ask children those questions. It was uncomfortable. It was too taboo. Dr. Ramirez, talk to the families that are out there watching this show right now. Give us some of the signs for parents to look for if they already see something strange or feel something, because parents can also sometimes feel that something may not be right. We have to look for, is there a major change in the child? Were they a child that was very social, very outgoing, and then they become very withdrawn, very shy? Or the opposite, were they very shy and withdrawn and now they're friendly with everybody? If there's an obvious change in behavior is one thing to always look out for. Oftentimes with little kids, since they don't know how to vocalize what's happening or like express it in any way, they might play it out with their dolls or just with their actions. So if you're noticing a lot of like sexual play or sexual talk that is beyond what is normal for like a five-year-old to know, that could be another warning sign as well. If a child is acting out, stop asking what's wrong with them, but what happened to them? I think we need to be more aware as a society to look at it from that perspective. Okay, let's suppose you don't see anything and you just, as a mother, want to have this conversation with your son or your daughter. Yes. What is the right age, like, to start this conversation? The conversations need to start early. But you don't have to go in and get so detailed about what is sexual abuse. Just education about what are the names of your body parts, what's private. You did that to me, Mom. I made it a point that my kids... Yeah. I didn't give them too much information, but I was very clear to them. You weren't graphic. No. You know, you were like, there are things that are appropriate and there are things that are inappropriate. When I was growing up, one of the first things that she would tell me, doesn't matter who it is, the way that somebody puts their hand on your shoulder, you are going to be able to tell what that intention is. It's true. And that's been in my head my whole life. You're educating them, right? But you're also opening up that we can talk about these things. Do you have children, Desiree? I have a six-year-old daughter and an eight-year-old son. And how have you opened their eyes? We have a very open communication. They know, hey, if anybody ever makes you feel uncomfortable, you come to mom right away. We don't have secrets, no matter what. Even if someone tells you to keep a secret, you never hold a secret. And Desiree, what is the one message you want people to hear? At first, I had obviously a lot of anger. You know, it was just so many different things. I hate everybody and I hate the world until finally I said, you took my past, you took my childhood, but you will not take my future. Yay. You know, I've been a counselor and crisis worker for 12 years. This is what I do for a living now. And I have my foundation candle in a dark room and I go and help survivors face their perpetrators in court and take their power back. I found my purpose in my trauma. You made your mess. Your, your message. message. We've talked about women being abused and I don't want to exclude the men. Like, exactly, the like men. guys are not abused. Men are, they are too. Oh so, yeah, little boys, men. So is it the same conversation that you're supposed to have with your daughter, the same one you have with your it. son? Yes, the same thing. One in six boys is sexually abused. Yes. Wow. And one in four girls. And that's what we know because these are just statistics based on the people that actually talk about Who it. Who talk about it, yeah, exactly. exactly. And by the way, it has gone down. Why, you think? 
I think it's because we women share. are being more vocal. We're sharing. We talk about People it. are going to jail because mm-hmm. before nobody went to jail. Yeah, right? for so long, it's, oh, it's shameful and, and you're a liar. And, you know, it had to be hundreds of hundreds of women coming forward just to be believed. The world has changed. Yeah. But humans, we, ha- we haven't changed. Predators will be there. So we need to cut down the percentage of this happening at all. I am so grateful to you guys, for everybody, for being here, because we can't change what happened in the past. What we can do now is help people and help our future, whether it be believing people, whether it be loving them extra, whether it be understanding and having compassion and realizing that the healing is is never truly finished. Even if you just tell your best friend, even if you get out of a situation, that takes strength. So... I applaud everybody and and thank you for giving us the platform to talk about this because it gives everybody out there space to heal as well. And thank you, Mom. Thank you. Yes. Listen, to everyone that's watching out there, I knew one day I would share this story. I was waiting for the right opportunity and space to do so. And this is one of the reasons that I said yes to the table at all, because we wanted to create this space where we talk about important things that hopefully will make a difference to everybody that's watching out there. Thank you to all the brave guests at this table for sharing your impactful stories. If you or somebody you know is being sexually abused or needs help, please reach out. There are far more resources available day by day. Let's just keep talking about it. You good? Good. I'm good too now. And a lot of years coming. Yeah. We're going to the bar after this, guys. <laughs> See ya. Hey, man, hey, man. Girl, there's always a moment. Yep. Yes. Thanks for listening. To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com forward slash Red Table Talk Estefans. Red Table Talk The Estefans is a production of Westbrook Studios in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, que tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.